Griffin's like cooking game think tank. Yes. Apparently, we have decided to whittle it down. We we got all the feedback. Thank you so much for letting us know your thoughts. It's going to be all cooking games from here on out. And all what my favorite thing about all that feedback is none of it was shitty in tone. Mm-hmm. It was all really like, hey. Hey, here's a helpful thing that I'm going to say to you two, the people who created this free fucking media (laughs) that we enjoyed. Hinches on cooking game. That's you. And this is us. We're sorry. We're doing our best. It Mm -hmm. was an accident. Sometimes we just go. I think our job is to go with the strongest idea. And sometimes that's going to be a cooking game for 15 episodes in a row. And if you have a problem with that, there's the, the door out of iTunes. (laughs) <laughs> it's a well it's an x button anyway my, two def- two defenses one it's untread ground if fucking hello kitty rhythm island or whatever the hell that game is that nick made me play that one time very recently cooking apron, at, apron magic cook, magic apron, apron. Ma- magic apron magic uh has taught me anything is that there's a lot of room to explore this genre there's a fucking cooking game renaissance happening right now sorry that we want to be a part of the zeitgeist mm-hmm. number two grandma wants it al dente wasn't a cooking game it had cooking elements in it, but to, to ignore the melange of other exciting genres that were a part of that work is is fu- is fucking is frankly it's reductive. It's bad game design, is what it is. I will say, Cook for Cube wasn't really a cooking game either, and that's kind of I, I don't want to get ahead of ourselves, but that does dovetail into a lot of the legal proceedings, which is why we're not really allowed to talk about Cooking for Cube that much this week. Yeah, Nick, Nick Robinson, just give me sort of a bullet point as as. Uh, uh, CFO mm-hmm. of Cool Games Inc. This is Cool Games Inc. By the way, a podcast from Polygon. I'm Griffin Macri. I am Nick Robinson. What's um? How do we do? What's our ROI looking like? So let me, because I don't want to break it down into just sheer raw numbers, because I don't think that'll paint a full picture. Oh God! Of- if, if seven years of covering like financial result uh, uh, press conferences has taught me anything, nobody gives a fuck about how many billions of dollars or euros or yen mm-hmm. we earned. They just want to hear, are we happy? Are we just, are we happy? Yeah. And I think that's, that's a really good question. And I think that's the best way for us to look at it. And the answer is no, we are not happy. Shit. Uh, we got what I can only describe as like a DMCA takedown request from for the, a video, from for the a whole video game from, let me, from the president, <laughs> which is a, kind of a complicated idea, but basically we were infringing on the copyright of, uh- of like of liberty, I guess on the copyright of of the what the Constitution <laughs> enables its citizens, or more specifically, I guess it was more like the idea of Cook for Cube and the sort of social media information gathering and yeah. hostage taking we were doing was in direct violation of some secretly held patents that uh, we were not aware of. Oh, interesting. So we're not in so- that much trouble. So there's some black ops shit happening, yeah. And they were like, Look, "Cook for cook for cu- listen, I'm Agent Johnson. Cook for Cube is our idea, and it is how we're gonna get the. We're finally gonna take down the the Red Menace or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's I. I don't really know what's going on in the world right now. That's not what he said, but that is a good Agent Johnson voice. So I'll give it okay. to you, to you there. Uh, but yeah, second second week in a row we did a cooking game that inadvertently veered into uh, some fucking Snowden shit. Did we did we get any did we get any money? Um, any kind of any kind of cash settlement from the government. Matthew Lesko has taught me that you, the government will just give you cash for fucking that, anything, and that's why our nation is in the state it's in now. And like, read the literature. Is he the guy with all the dollar bills on? Is that like the money riddler that shows up late at night on TV? Yeah, that's that's government money riddler. Okay. Yeah, we, he told me he told me you could get government money for anything to to follow to pursue your GED. So certainly we could get it for cracking the the black ops code of Barack Hussein Obama, and that's still important to me. I know a lot of people have forgotten. <laughs> a lot of people have moved on from that, considering he's almost out of the out of the White House. Not uh, yeah, almost being the key word there. Anyway, any money? Um, I think let's again let's just focus on the future and moving forward, and maybe <laughs> we take this this government money thing and we incorporate it into our future cooking games our angel investors are now just corpse investors because <laughs> they we're we're running we're shutting down angel investors left and right we are i mean which, which is good i mean like i guess that's the sort of the nature of disruption huh right it's sometimes it comes at a very high cost to everyone involved and at no benefit <laughs> we're disrupting the disruption business we're disrupting our own finances we're disrupting our the game industry oh we'll be we'll be fine mm. these pitches these pitches you can't stop the signal these pitches can't stop won't stop yeah, we'll be we'll always find the money. It's just once we get it from that place, they won't have that money anymore. And then Barack Hussein Obama is just going to just come for their shirts. He's going to take it up, take a take him. He's going to get him and take him. Do you want to do some of the show that we do? 
I think that's a fun idea. Okay. Um, thank you to the trillion people that sent us game ideas. Woo! So many. Um, a lot of hot ones. Hundreds this, of them. And they're, they're, they're getting so, like, every week I feel like they double in quantity and quality, which is a real, real nice treat. Yeah. Can I start things off with yeah. Daniel B? I've, I've started faving the tweets or favoriting mm-hmm. the tweets that I like that uh, really, really set my teeth on edge. Mm-hmm. Um, how about this one from Daniel B, who suggested Ace Ventura MMORPG? <laughs> All right. Now... I'm going to ask the obvious question. Does that exist already? Um, I, I would be surprised if somebody had made a licensed Ace Ventura game in the past, like, decade. <laughs> at all. Do you think there was uh, one? Do you think there was one at some point? Any just a license? Any Ace Ventura licensed title in human history? There has to be. Somebody must have made, be. like, a Genesis game or something, right? Yeah, I'm imagining, like, uh, Lester the Unlikely, but you're Ace Ventura, and you're like, Samokin! So, the MMO component is interesting because it's like, is is everyone Ace, or are you all side characters in the Ace Ventura universe? I think you'd all have to be Ace because who would who would play that game, right? Without being a, I think they would. I think you would have two options: Ace Ventura or Ace Ventura when nature calls. Two, right? The second, the second one, which is um, kind of the same, except for there is a mandatory uh, climbing out of an elephant's butt mini game in there. Fuck, that was funny. Those movies have not aged well. When I see that man climb out of the elephant's rubber butt, oh, he's a rhino. He climbs out of the butt. And he... You know, it's kind of hard to tell from the back, by the way, elephants and rhinos, because that image is seared into my memory permanently, but yeah, the exact no. genus is Just lost. gray, couch-like flesh. Yeah. I agree with you. Um, anyway, I think we're going to run into some trouble getting getting the licensing rights for that one. So thank you for the suggestion, but let's move on. Thank you. Um, let's see. Here's an interesting one from Kavanaugh, one of the first ones we got uh, this week, which is... Just, it's really an idea. Uh, okay. If the police are outlawed, only outlaws will be police. That doesn't, I mean, that just seems like sort of a philosophical, like, can God make a rock so big he can't move Right, it. and I think that it's our job as game designers to take that idea and really no. explore it. No, it's not our job as game designers to take any idea that's floated to us. And If somebody ran up to us on the street and, and, and was like, uh, fucking... Monkey trouble, but a fighting game. We'd be like, that's nothing. Sorry. Good. Actually, that's fucking sick. But anyway, imagine I said a bad thing. Well, I think that's what we would do is we'd be like, that's shitty. Sorry. And then we would turn around and frantically scribble it into our notebooks for when we get back to the game lab. Um, I can't think of how we would even do that. I'm saying I can't think of it either. I got nothing. Well, it seems like you maybe didn't think that one through so so, so much. How about this one from Jeff Kowalski who suggested Tekken, but better. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) They are. They already made Super Smash Brothers, though. So why would why would we even bother? That's not even close to being what Tekken is, my my boy. It, you're right because it's better. It took shit. They you're took right, fighting dude. games and made them good. Is what they did. Damn. All right. Yeah, that's a good point. I thought I thought we had a much longer runway on Tekken, but better. But apparently not. Wait, what do you, I mean, do you have something? Do you have an idea? Yeah, imagine, you know, Tekken, where you, like, are a kangaroo, and the final boss is you fight the devil. We'll see. I remember one time, me and my brothers, we were playing Tekken 2 on the PlayStation 1, and uh, uh, we were, like, just trying to unlock all the different characters, which was, there was, like, some insane requirements you had to do, Mm -hmm. and we finally got to the fight, we were playing as the kangaroo character, and we finally got to the final fight against the devil, and some Jehovah's Witnesses came to knock on our door, (laughs) Oh no! and Justin, like, dismissed them fairly quickly, and I remember he was like, we're already fighting the devil as Kangaroo Jack, what more do you want from us? You're already on top of it. We're already guys. Thank you, but we got this. Well, my my question is: if we're talking about if we really want to limit it to the game that Tekken is today, how, and improving on that, how do you make a game where you're like play as a kangaroo or like a man made out of some sticks? I think is one of the guys. Yeah, sure. Like, how do you improve on that? Collectible monsters. Okay, well, that's kind of your answer for everything, though, isn't it, Griffin? If the shoe fits, you want another one? <laughs> yeah, sure. This one was sent, but how about this one from Dan Teasdale, who said, Papa John's alternate timeline. Oh, man. is it? So this is interesting because it's like, what if we took the mechanics of Sonic CD mm-hmm. and applied it to an existing human man's life? Okay. Yeah, I have to say, Nick Robinson, you're going down a much different route from this than I would have gone. I was thinking more like, imagine a universe where it was like, hi, I'm Papa John, and I'm Peyton Manning. You guys got to get down there, and down here and eat this guy's fucking burritos. They're out of control. Yeah. Papa John's burrito house. So you you're, you're get the fuck down here and eat these burritos. I'm Papa John. The most, you're, and I approve this message. Griffin, you have a lot of good qualities and you have a big heart. And a good imagination. But you. you're telling me that 
the only, the most exciting alternate universe for Papa John's is pivoting from pizza pies to Mexican food. Like, well, yeah, just the I mean, genre it's, changes. It's the uncanny value. First of all, it wouldn't be Mexican food. I'm imagining Chipotle. Chipotle would do pizza in this world. Now you're feeling it, aren't you? So he's still making pizza. It's even less. No, 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 no. Papa John's is Chipotle. Chipotle is Papa John's. It's, just, it's an even swap. Chipotle. Chipotle. Pop, Chip, Chipotle. Chipotle Joe. No, it would just be called the Chipotle Pizza House. And his <laughs> would be called the Papa John's Burrito House. Mm-hmm. Also, in this alternate timeline, every fast food restaurant has to have house in it. Because I just find that kind of cute. <laughs> I do like that. Now I know you're asking me, Griffin, how is this a game? I don't. That's not my job. That's your job. It's my job? I, the listener's job. I got confused. It is actually my job. Okay. You got it twisted a little bit. Um. I Yeah, I don't. Again, I, I love the concept. I love the idea. I'm already over it. I it's already I'm, gone. I'm over it. Here's one from uh, Ryan Goodberger, Spilled Salt on Twitter, who says, reverse wheel of fortune. Now, there are two ways to take this, right? There's the, the version where the wheel makes you lose money unless you land on bankrupt and then you win, which nobody would play. Yeah. Well, or, that's, just, that's, that's just we already have that and it's called roulette. Yeah, right. That's just go to the go to the old the old lotto slot house. I don't I don't I haven't gambled. No, lotto slot house. The lotto slot house. I think what's more interesting is a reverse wheel of fortune where you swap the host role and the player role and the audience role so that everyone who in the existing show is Pat Sajak isn't, and everyone in the existing show who isn't Pat Sajak is. Do you follow okay. me? Yeah, I follow you. I was thinking you would go in more of a direction of a sentient wheel that would just pick motherfuckers <laughs> oh, up yikes. and just launch them. Mm-hmm. Little lawn dart thing and just spin them around? Yeah, just like really flip them like a, a, a big old Chipotle pizza pie. Now, is Vanna White going through a similar body swap with the letter board uh she's the only thing that can stop the sentient toss so this is interesting because this is all of a sudden what you're describing sounds like a sort of six hour triple a single player spy adventure resident evil 3 you play as vanna white Mm -hmm. um the ada wong of game shows absolutely but then the wheel would be nemesis and it would only show up sometimes and it would just try to throw this shit out of you it's pretty weird to me and one of those things that i can't put my finger on why I can't explain why the idea of Nemesis being a perfect wheel makes him grosser, but it does. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah I, I absolutely. He's yuckier it. somehow. Um, can I hit you with, God, there's so many good ones. <laughs> what do you got? Um, how about this one from Steak and Takes, who said, Monster Rancher, but instead of CDs, it uses tweets. I'm in, fucking in oh love with this God, idea. I feel so like this good. functionality has existed in some form or another, where like you use tweets and it generates something. Mm-hmm. It sounds like vaguely familiar to me, but I specifically want Monster Rancher, where some guy like like a little one-eyed little worm boy pops up and is like, 420, because that's something I like. I have tweeted a bunch. Or it would pop, or it would pop up and be like, um, "Bill Cosby innocent." Are you? Are you? <laughs> yeah, right. The classic tweets. So it can you can take celebrity tweets and and load them into any, but no, any 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 tweet. I don't want to just. I'm not going to oh, restrict this, this to the bourgeoisie. Like my my favorite tweet of all time is a tweet from 2009 by Shaq. It's a seven year old tweet. It's a vintage tweet where okay. he says, "I'm at Knott's Berry Farms in my butt's too big to fit the seat on ride." Ah, uh, and then in parentheses, that's me yelling. Okay, you. <laughs> it's a it's a very very good okay. tweet. But imagine you you put that into tweet tweet rancher, mm-hmm. and then like a fucking big red dragon with two heads came out. So is it, it going to be a lot like uh like Monster Rancher, where they don't really have anything to do with the content going into them? It's just it's using them well, as no, a random would, seed for the we algorithm. Vocaloid have it say it. Oh. Just got into Knott's Berry Farm, <laughs> and my butt's too big for the seat. So, uh, 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 uh. Much like how, like, Diglett says, Diglett, dig, yeah, yeah, this yeah. thing every time it was in battle would say, I'm at Knott's Berry Farms, and my butt's too big to fit in the seat on the right. Ah, that's me yelling. Like, a hundred, the full cry every yeah, time. Yep, basically. This is a good concept. I think it's a pretty good concept. I think it's. A, can I say something? I think it's too good a concept, and I don't think we'll be able to get much comedy juice. Out it's of funny it. how that you got to strike a balance. You got to give us some room to grow. I'm, I'm also a hundred percent convinced this exists. Yeah, I'm like I'm like two hundred percent convinced. If it's exists. not, it's going to within within a week of this this going to air. Yeah. How about this one from Alex G, who says a MOBA your pet can play against your friends' pets? Okay. Now is this going to be because my my gut reaction says iPad game. I feel like uh, the vast yeah. majority of times I see pets playing video games, it's an iPad game, right? 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, Frisky's has that literal cat like game that you that you can put in front of your idiot cat and just like touches some flies and then it thinks it's a fucking hardcore gamer. But like, step to me, you don't even remember the 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 ancient Super Nintendo days. Then that's where hardcore gamers come from, you mm-hmm. know, the real real true gamers. Maybe this is how we get them into the hardcore genre by like having them like. Sorry, the, you mean the pets? Yeah, no, I'd be talking to my my cat who's named Cecil, and mm-hmm. I'd be like Cecil. Fucking drive up the middle lane, dude. You're the carry. What the fuck are you doing? Cecil is not jungling and is not holding his own. He's, he's be not jungling. Out of the he's clan. Nah. Oh, dude. You, GG already. I love my sweet, fluffy little boy. But fuck, he's bad at carry. He's a bad carry. He's a really bad Teemo top. I don't know enough about MOBAs to make this good either. Here's something interesting, Griffin, is that I know two MOBA words, and it's Jungle and Teemo Top, and I kind of will say them anytime a MOBA comes What's up. What's the latter so. one even? What What is the latter one Teemo. you're saying? You just got to main Teemo Top when you're uh, <laughs> when you're getting your support carry. You got to get Teemo Top in there for the ADRs in your mid. What does Teemo Top mean? You can't keep saying words on this podcast. They can be racist for all I, I know. I think you're being a real Timo top right now. Okay, well, great. You got any other goodens? Because I got, like, yeah, I got me, like two or three I'm, more. I'm perusing them right now. I'm going to steal your faving idea for the future. Yeah, the faving is a good way of, of categorizing things like this one from Old Scribe, jo- Old Scribe Jones, who says, Rude Teen Courtroom. Okay. Imagine, imagine like a Phoenix Wright, but every time it's just like, Fuck you, Dad! Instead of objection, and I, I so is everyone in the courtroom a rude teen? Uh, I want oh everyone. God, yeah. Everyone's rude except the the judge is a regular judge. Oh, the judge is just exhausted. He's just like these rambunctious. The judge is like a substitute teacher who nobody respects. <laughs> like, Maybe you're the judge. Yeah, we've oh, had definitely. so many games, so many games where you have to like cross examine some shit or like go around looking for like pixel hunting for evidence. Ace Attorney, work work on that. Um, you haven't had a game though where you're a judge and you just want to keep these unruly teens just calm, calm the fuck down. And it's, it'll be tough too. Like, I think it'll be a fun challenge for players where you still have to set aside how completely fucking annoying these kids are and figure out who's telling the truth. Like, the defendant could be just an absolute, just a total little shit, just the rudest teen imaginable, but he's also kind of right. And you gotta kind of get, step outside yourself and just be a judge. Like, um, Todd stole my fucking Skrillex CDs. I hate his guts, and I hate your guts, Judge, ugly and f- fat. Um, and then you would hit the gavel for that and be like, stop it. Like, yeah. Obje- that's a, you're, you're objection, a very, you would obje- say, as the judge. Objection. Fuck you, Dad. I'm not your dad. You're being a rude teen right now. <laughs> you all are. Jury. You all are. Jury, calm something? down. You're, you're all out of order. I'm going to throw this case out. That's the only way you can win routine courtroom. Well, if that's true, then I don't think then there's there's much legs there, you know. What are we gonna What are we gonna like really flesh out? Hmm. Maybe it'll be this one from Whoa, it's Joe on Twitter, who just said Doctor Battles. Okay. Um, I, I'm envisioning, and I think we're gonna go to this well basically every episode because it's the the folks that um. Uh, Bossa Studios. Yes, they're called. They are basically the extant embodiment of Cool Games Inc. <laughs> they are what would happen if Cool Games Inc. Someone cast a magic spell on us and made it thus real. So I'm imagining a surgeon simulator, but yeah. a fucking amp versus amp. You, you're standing there ap- across from your oh. your doctor opponent Yikes. and you're both and and there would be several objectives throughout the body and you would have to race and they're they're worth a different number of points but if you like have to cut out the tummy or the the we'll we'll give it an actual name the stomach if you have to like cut out and remove the stomach but you both go for it too fast too furious and you ruin it then nobody gets the points well what it. you're describing is cool but it's kind of just a two player version of simulator so let me pitch you on okay. this spin on the genre please surgeon please. simulator but the surgery you're doing is on each other. So you're standing face oh to my face. God. And you're do you're trying to hit the same objectives. So you're simultaneously trying to reach into your friend's uh, like gully works to fish out whatever is <laughs> yeah. wrong, but you're also blocking like the attacks from your your homie's scalpel at the same time. Right, but you can't you can't uh oh man, if you die, do you lose or do you win because they killed you and lost? I, they failed. I think the objective has to be Completing the surgery, so like 
you're trying to get the other guy's kidney out, and as he's cutting you open, you're going for his kidney, but you're also, with your right hand, stitching yourself shut again to try to... <laughs> Fight it off a little okay, longer. Okay, but you still you didn't answer my question because I'm trying to figure out the win loss condition of yeah. doctor battles. Okay, so so you're you if you die, you you and me are playing doctor battles against each other. Mm. I die. Do I lose because I died, or do you lose because I was your patient and I died? I think we can't have it work that way because then all of a sudden there's the very obvious loophole of you just hack your own head off in the first two seconds. You're right. Yeah, so you're unkillable? I guess you're unkillable. Okay, then if that's the case, let me hit you with this. You take turns operating on each other, and there's connect functionality, Mm -hmm. and while the other other person is doing surgery on you, you just can fucking wiggle around and just, like, (laughs) slam your belly forward, like, yeah, come on, yeah, get in it, come on, get in it. So connect functionality, are you... Connect functionality where you are wiggling and thrusting your body forward onto them, and you're, like, moving around so much, but they've only got, like, a minute to get out your mm-hmm. tummy. But a you're just, like, mode. while they hold out their scalpel, you're just, like, dodging it. Come on. Mm-hmm. No, you're not dodging. You're, like, getting into it. You're, like, ramming yourself into <laughs> oh, their shit. Trying so to get them get to all, kill you. So they get all goofy with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that. I love that. I love the idea of the patient just grabbing the doctor by the arm and then stirring his guts just, with the... Like, come on. Ah, yeah. You're never going to get this tummy. Never going to get these tummy points. <laughs> Got your scalpel stuck between my ribs. Another point I for me. This, I think this could be an incredible competitive multiplayer experience. I think so, too. Maybe we have two modes where it's simultaneous surgery. I think and that's so. The, that's the tournament play. Like, that's the, that's to use Hearthstone terminology, the standard mode. Sure. And then, and and then we have wild mode, which with connect functionality, where you can just, we would call that like wiggle, wiggle time. Um, and you can just get silly in there. You can really mess yourself up. Really mess yourself up. Now, one thing I don't love about the Bossa series is I feel like there's not enough unlockables or just to, I feel like we should just use the term collectible monsters, and you at home know that I'm not specifically talking about collectible monsters. But the idea, the same, the feeling that collectible monsters give you, you want to bring to this game, and every game. Precisely. So as you move up the ladder, maybe you get new scalpels, maybe you unlock new doctors, maybe you get the avatar of George Clooney's character from ER. Maybe you unlock Grey's Anatomy as, as, maybe you unlock Grey's Anatomy as like an environment, and then you can have the people from Grey's Anatomy which I haven't watched in a long time, and I think basically everybody's dead. Um, but but you have all those l- beloved Shonda Rhimes creations standing mm-hmm. in the background, and then like, hey, how's your enormous fucking audience for this game? That that would open it up a lot. I think though, why like it's it's easy to want to limit ourselves to celebrity doctors, but I want to. My instinct is kind of to go Tony Hawk with it, have the unexpected Spider Mans and Darth Mauls of the world. <laughs> and like, I, I my I mean my instinct, and maybe it's because we were just talking about it, would be to get Papa John. Okay. Now, I will tell you a true story from my life, which is uh, I tried just to— based on, Just based on the, the, the conversation we've had leading up to this, uh-huh. I'm going to deny resolutely that this is not a true story. You don't believe this? No, Already. not for a second. Not if it involves self-surgery and also Mr. John. It does involve the Papa John copyright. Uh, I, you, can, you know how you can have little emotes on Twitch? Yeah, little sure. faces? I did submit Papa John's— there's a photo of Papa John blackout drunk at a sporting event. I know it. And I submitted a photo of that as a Twitch emote on my channel and got soundly rejected by Twitch. They they would they said you need to have a written permission from the the face holder, <laughs> the face bearer to use that as an emoticon and the I was face like ha- the face haver Mr. John. Yeah, I would need to get him to sign off of face release paperwork. You need to get you need to get Papa John's Burrito House LLC to sign the release. Well, that's not a bad idea. It's like what if we pivot? I, I wish that we had this option so many times in the past to just step into a side dimension where a more ameliable Papa John with a more <laughs> yeah. broad palate would. Who's oh, little, the pizza! The pizza business has made him fucking oh, he's, hard. He's hard as bricks. He didn't even look happy during the Super Bowl. He didn't, except when he got that sweet kiss. Um, <laughs> well, but yeah, who, who it, who the burrito. That? Bu- the burrito business far more lucrative, far easier to break into. Mm-hmm. I think. I think a burrito John is a soft John. <laughs> it's funny how as soon as you take the word Papa off of it, it actually sounds more more sexual to me. Like a burrito John sounds like some sort of burrito prostitution uh, 
I honestly, I think it's probably just because you haven't heard the inverse, which is burrito papa, which is the (laughs) most sexual thing I think I've maybe ever said. Yeah, I actually think we're going to have to bleep that. iTunes will allow explicit podcasts, but only up to the limit of us saying burrito papa. Are you a burrito papa or a pizza, John? Oh, I think you know the answer to that. You can tell just by looking at someone. You can tell just by looking at somebody if they're a burrito papa (laughs) or or a pizza, John. Or a PJ. You a BP or a PJ? Um, I'm definitely a BP, and I think uh, let's let's flesh out what's the what's the heat of the Battle Doctor game because I love I love the idea of getting licensed doctors up mm-hmm. in there. We could get like General Hospital folks. Um, we could get Doogie Howser in there. We could get there's a lot of potential playable characters and Patch real doctors. Adams. We could get Doctor Phil. I actually I don't know if he is a real doctor, but we should get Doctor Phil in there just regardless. Uh, I think he is Doctor Oz isn't. Okay, that's how it splits. I always get those twisted. But I think both of them have really longed for a long time to just like cut things off of each other. One another, right? That's well, two, we, two, two doctors enter. Probably none of them are leaving. I think we need to make it man. So how about how about you can only play as one of those characters when your opponent is playing as the other? They're a mandatory battle pair. I see what you're saying. Yeah. So we have we have locked in uh, uh, combat duos, right? Well, so, so who would who would be across from Doogie Hauser MD? Oh geez, but could we? I mean, again, I don't want it to be just doctors. Uh, could we have regular old NPH, just classic? So Neil Patrick Harris today versus his childhood. Yeah, just doctor vanilla form. older Neil. I'm worried we're gonna have balance issues because he's a bigger man now. I'm not saying not Barney. I'm saying Neil Patrick Harris, the adult man, versus no, I know the character he played as a child also depicted the way he looked as a boy. No, I'm saying he's his boy body was smaller. And so he's going to have a hard time, like, car- carving. <laughs> right. It's like also, Yoda in Soul Calibur 2. Let me just get, get – yeah, it's the odd job effect. Let me just get out in front of this, though, and say the ESRB is not going to approve us – well, not us, the player car- carving up like a Christmas goose, <laughs> a child, Neil Patrick Harris. I think- it just won't happen. Uh, and we're t- we're, we're in, we will end up in the fucking – Kill thrill. What was it? Thrill kill. Thrill that kill. Fucking... We're gonna end up in in vaporware territory. Well, here's the difference between now and when thrill kill came out. Uh, it's a very different market, and this is an idea I've wanted you and I to explore for a while. Which is the idea that we just circumvent the ESRB and, in fact, the law. We don't need to be on Walmart store shelves. I mean, in we're 2016. two for two so far, aren't we? Yeah. We, okay. <laughs> we're keeping it pretty uh, gray area legally so far. I off, think off the books. Off, I like. We don't. Why? Why? Why even talk to the ESRB? We go through Itch.io. We sell it there. We don't need these classic storefronts anymore. Yeah. They're irrelevant. Uh, All right. Then I guess I'll just uh, sort of air it out and say that I have my own sort of ethical concerns about boy carving. Okay. Well, next time just say that instead of hiding behind the ESRB like you always do. Yeah. That's (laughs) You really put me up on the table now, it's huh? It's a classic Griffin move, and I'm just sick of now, it. Now I'm the one being carved open and being, <laughs> and being laid, laid bare and vulnerable. Hmm. Um, what's the fucking heat, though? What's Should the we, juice? People seem to really like when we did the come up with two buzzwords and say them at the same time. Yeah, I, I guess we can try that again. I, I'd I be willing to give not. it a shot. Um, right, let me... I feel like this idea is already like we've already gotten it like basically to the goal line. Mm-hmm. Just get me, um, get me over that hump. Get me to the finish line. Three, two, one. VMU. A VM, a currency. So, like, you're saying the Dreamcast VMU. Yeah, the, vir, the vis, a, visual memory unit. Mm-hmm. Is that what it stood for? Yeah, I think that's right. So, it sounds like what we're saying is a situation where uh, the in game currency is actually multiple VMUs. You're going to have to collect, you're going to hoard original VMUs. See, I hate this. That's not very good. <laughs> I was excited about the potential of you being able to put your doctor in your VMU mm-hmm. and then just like carry him around with with you and keep them fed. Um, and maybe they maybe you have to keep them fed or they die, so you have to keep earning currency. This is our this is our worst yeah. one yet. Mm, can't, let's take. Can't. A, let's should we take another swing? Okay, did that trash truck drive by your house and then come to mine? <laughs> what the fuck is going this on? Is, I think this is. This is Obama's America. They're spying on us. They don't want this podcast getting out to the people. And who? Well, can... no, they know that we're also going to f- find out more of their Black Ops ideas, like VMU currency. Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, it. All right, let's try again. Three, two, one. 
triple dating. A, triple A dating. Okay. So it's really, I think what that implies is that we're going to, much like how often the uh, studios will, will rele- relegate the single player component of their game to another studio, we're going to have this be a whole separate <laughs> thing with a whole separate budget. The question that I think we've been bumping up against is what's the single player part of this game? Yeah. It's the dating sim that we are getting, uh, Probably Treyarch to develop. <laughs> who who have you always thought would make like a fucking completely killer dating game? Oh man, oh. I think like I think like a Blizzard dating game would be absolutely incredible. Because what is Blizzard good at? They're good at taking other people's game ideas whole hog and polishing them up and gussing them up so that they're enjoyable by actual regular people. Right? They right. did it to Magic. They did it to uh, to EverQuest. EverQuest. They they did it to MOBAs. They'll just keep doing it forever and ever and ever. Yeah. Um, I've had this idea, and this is I shouldn't mention my actual game ideas on Cool Games Inc. It's dangerous. Yeah, it's dangerous territory. But the idea of an online dating game where you create the characters and you like upload them to the cloud, and your your character like dates other people's actual creations. I do like that idea. That's sick as fuck, isn't Especially it? Especially if the character, like if the the people uploading it are getting to kind of customize and write some of the dialogue and the responses. Yes, exactly. That's Ooh, what I'm that saying. That sounds real good. Yeah, it's real fucking good. Anyway, this is a, a comedy podcast, not a real good game idea podcast. Mm-hmm. What if maybe you do date? Maybe it's a dating game, but you actually date other people in, but real people, not like their generated creations. But you can go online and date. And okay. then if the so, date if the date starts going bad, you get out your fucking speculum and you just start going wild. Oh yikes! I said speculum. I definitely meant scalpel. Yeah, let's not use a speculum anywhere in the game. We're leaving that out. Uh, you said real people. Yeah. Are you imagining like a like a actual dating at like a Tinder component to this? So I I've probably gone a little too deep here, huh? Because you told me what happens when it goes bad, but if it goes good, is that a is that an IRL hookup? Yeah. <laughs> All right. I, and not... there's the fucking heat, don't you think? That is some heat. This That's is a trip. This is a heat. triple A dating experience. First of all, oh my god, let me tell you about online dating websites. The free ones are garbage. Mm-hmm. You get on OkCupid, and it's the Wild Wild West, Will Smith, Desperada, Rough Rider. No, you don't want nada of OkCupid because it is a fucking – it's a jungle gym made out of dicks that are just like (laughs) – Which, by the way, let's write that down for episode four. A jungle gym made out of dicks, not a bad game idea. Also great for Boston Studios. Match you got to shell out for, and then you get a higher quality – uh, uh, of of clientele. I do think so. A- this this game we can charge. I think a monthly fee is poisonous, mm-hmm. right? But a fifty nine uh, ninety nine price tag puts us in the highest possible tier of dating apps. Yeah, I think so. And, and frankly, Nick, I think we could go even higher because a, a one time one hundred dollar fee for inf- infinite dating, and you know you're getting high quality clientele, and you also have this thing going for you where you know if the date starts going bad, the the carving can begin. <laughs> The, the reaping can the instant the instant gratification of the carve. Mm-hmm. But I'm not talking about real car flesh carving. I'm not on. No, some, it's like, all virtual. It's all virtual. That's good because that kind of seamlessly dovetails with our multiplayer. It's not they're not two bespoke separate experiences. They kind of they overlap in a way that feels uh, so not forced. Maybe you have a button. Both players have a button that mm-hmm. at any point they can press it to start the surgery. And if you're the first person that presses it, you get like a 10-second head start. Oh my god. You're describing the dating equivalent of that scene in the in the Dark Knight where the Joker puts the bombs on the two boats and each one can blow up the other boat? It's, yeah, I'm, ta- I'm on some prisoner's dilemma shit mm-hmm. where if you're the first person that presses the button, you're going to get a big uh, head start on the, on the surgery. The car- yeah. Let's go back to saying surgery because carving is making me feel like genuinely uncomfortable. It's a little Hannibal y. Um, you're, you're helping them out ultimately because they have something wrong with them in their body and you're going to get in there and just tor- torque it and make it right. So you get 10 seconds head start on the surgery. So on the competitive aspect, you win. But are you really going to shut the date down for that? Because are you, are you really having a good time? Do you trust that your opponent is having a good time? Mm hmm. Because if not, you you better you better shoot first. Because in in love and war, that's all. Everything's fair. That's an interesting thing. Is if you start to get self conscious, like oh, I don't know if this is going as well. I really like this person, but I don't think they like me. You kind of have a an impetus to whack that button. Yeah, whip out the old the old fork and spoon and start. I'm what just, if I'm they, imagining what, like a dinner date. So your tools are going to be a little different from the multiplayer. 
Yeah, well, no, this, well, this is, it's all, I'm imagining all one experience. This is not single player. Obviously, it's multiplayer. I'm saying it's seamless at any point so this, you jump into the surgery. Your date is in a kind of a surgical room? Yeah, to add to the tension. But there's some romantic lighting, and you're eating spaghetti. Mm-hmm. And, but then the other the other <laughs> That's person... That's the grossest thing you could be eating in a surgery context. That is um, the, it's guts, the food. That's fair. Maybe it's different. And also it's pasta and I don't want to fucking pigeonhole myself. Oh, no, again you're doing in the it eyes again. of our like really, really stingy listeners. <laughs> um, no. Okay. So not spaghetti, whatever. An apple. <laughs> okay, having a date, eating an apple across from someone who's eating another apple in a room where there's a heartbreak monitor just going beep, beep, just added this, this awful tension. And you both know at any time you can knock the apples aside and just start stabbing. You're, you're sitting there and you're having a nice time eating your, your apple at the surgery table, but then your date is like, but then you ask your date, like, what's your favorite movie? And they're like, uh, it's obviously That's My Boy by Adam Sandler. Mm-hmm. You get the, you like, it's fucking quick drama gras at that point. Who's going to start the surgery? I love this. I love that we're incorporating, we're combining things that have never been combined before, which is surgeon simulator, Tinder, and like the old West, like quick draw quick. arcade games of the early 80s. Quick draw surgery dating simulator. Is that the name? What will we call it? Scalpels up? <laughs> scalpels up? Thumbs down. Thumbs down, scalpels up. Um, I, I, this one I really want to be on the nose. No more obfuscating what the subject of the, of the piece is. Yeah. This one, I want you to see that title and I want you to go, oh, scalpels up. A quick draw surgery dating simulator. You're yeah. saying uh, there's a colon in the name? Like, um, Damn, it doesn't really roll off the tongue, does it? Not that Damn. catchy, no. Damn. Damn. Well, you know who could help with this? Uh, no, I, I don't want anybody else claiming credit for our shit like Justin did last week. That made me sick to my stomach. <laughs> I don't think anyone else would, would even try to do that to us. But let's let's nail the name down, and then we'll we'll bring in our guest. A Slice of Love. A Slice of Love. That's great, because it's not an existing saying, but it kind of sounds like one. So that's – it's almost – it almost makes any sense. Bones? Boning and bones and the bones that you see? That's crass. Well. How about romanceectomy? Oh, hmm. That's very good. That was the sound I was making. That was the sound of me enjoying it. I was like, hmm, oh, jeez. Romanceectomy, a quick draw dating simulator. I like that. Quick draw surgeries dating simulator. Romanceectomy. Yeah, the more I say it, the more it sounds right. The more it sounds like the name of our game. Yeah, I think that's solid. Okay. It's not, well, if it's not, then we'll fix it in the sequel. Okay. Let's get Phil Kohler up in the fucking mix. All righty. Let's bring on Phil. Phil Kohler, welcome to the Cool Games, Inc. experiment, experience. Um, we've, we've been wanting to get you on the program for a long time. I just want to say at the top, thank you for being so willing to come on after the like last like four people that we wanted dropped out on us. Mm-hmm. Um, they warned I'm, me. I'm they like, told me not to come. Yeah, I'm like psyched to have you here, like psyched out of my mind. Sometimes one of my favorite things about Phil is you got that little spark of curiosity in you where you can't resist. I can't. I can't turn away. He's one of those people where you just see him and you just get fucking amped up. Mm-hmm. Your human speed, Phil. I feel like I'm like, you make me feel high all the time. And honestly, that's what we need right now because we're looking for that last little bit of energy that's going to push us through the finish line on our next, our third uh, project. Our, I guess it's not our sophomore project. It's our junior project, right? Yeah, this is going to get, that metaphor is going to get really hard. <laughs> the longer we go. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, Phil, we were looking for some critique on sure. this project yeah. we put together because before we, we spend the capital that we've secured and we're not really at liberty to talk about our angel investors for this particular project, um, uh, we want to make sure that it's going to be a surefire hit. Do I get paid for my consulting here? Under the fucking table. <clears throat> do you really want to talk about that on the podcast? People Is don't listen. Your harshest. It's yeah, tax. It's tax time. Uh, never mind. Uh, yeah, let's, uh, let's, this is technically a volunteer. I'm, I'm doing this for a nonprofit. I'm doing this out of the good of my heart. It's amazing that you guys got nonprofit status. That blows me away. As a church. (laughs) Frankly, (laughs) kind of a, an example of how messed up our system is. Yeah. They defo don't check up on that shit. Yeah. We're church cool games, Inc. Which denomination are you? (sighs) Lutheran. (laughs) 
Sounds good. Here's your paper. Awesome. Thanks. Let's start just throwing these ideas at him. Hot, hot, and I honestly, these game, this game has two like so exciting components. I literally don't know which way to pitch it. I don't know how like, to start. Like, is it a, is it a this game with a little bit of that in it, or is it a that game with some of this? Let's start with the multiplayer because I think that's going to be what the core is into. You it's know? all it's, multiplayer. It's a core experience. <laughs> Do we need to fucking hang up on Phil and like get our own pitch? No, together? no, no. You're right. You're right. I don't guess embarrass what I mean me. The traditional multiplayer, right? Okay. This is the this is how we get it into the hands of the hardcore. Okay. This is the part that the Phil Kohler's of the world are going to be into. The Hearthstone competitive fucking esports guy yeah. stuff. Um, so you, then you start talking because I still don't know which part is the hardcore part. Because <laughs> one part is like nothing's more hardcore than like love and the human oh, yeah. heart. Oh, okay. Well, let's – all right. So, Phil, uh, you know – are you familiar with um, the, the output of Bossa Studios, the stuff like Surgeon Simulator, I Am Bread, that type of work? Oh, of course. Yeah. Uh, now, what's the fan. one – yeah, same, same. So what's what's the one thing that's always been missing from their games? The one thing that's always been missing, yeah, it's the, the obvious one. The one you don't you know. say, don't say bread because they did that one. <laughs> I almost said bread. Well, don't say bread. That would have uh, been embarrassing. Just, wow, I don't, I, I don't, I don't know. Good answer. It's multiplayer. Multiplayer. There's been very little multiplayer. Well, they do have they have an upcoming game that is multiplayer, but let's not talk about that because it's not out yet. It doesn't count. The uh, the multiplayer component is something that I feel like was very very missing from the Surgeon Simulator experience. And I think uh, if you're like a, a simpler a simple man, a simple person might hear, oh multiplayer I'm Surgeon Simulator. I'm very simple. yeah. I think I don't. You don't even have to. Like hypothetical. This is not theoretical. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think I think a simpler man might might hear surgeon simulator multiplayer and go, "Oh, two people doing surgery on the same patient. That's great. Just like in a real surgery zone." Not Um, what I would think, though. Not what Phil would think. Wow. Maybe he's not. Maybe he's not a simple. Maybe he's a bright man. Uh, Phil, we're talking about a situation. MMO. That's my. Mm. Oh well, no, don't go that wild. Oh, that would be crazy, and it would be like incredibly gory. Right, mm-hmm. the world's bloodiest MMO. Well, set all that aside, though. Let's talk about a focused two-player Yomi-based uh, psychological uh, experience—a fighting game. What's, what's Yomi? He I, says that every I fucking episode, to, oh. and I don't know what it means. Yomi is the the word for fighting game mind games, and I'm going to keep bringing it up because it is that core that keeps you coming back. That's what is that like. This. Is that like mouthfeel? Yeah, it's the mouthfeel. <laughs> it's of the fighting sixth. Games. It's the sixth flavor, yummy. <laughs> yummy. Okay. There's sweet, sour, spicy, salty, and yummy. Are you saying right, that I because of umami, or are you saying it because it sounds like yummy? Which is which is the thing? That's <laughs> a little bit of both. Um, um, we're talking Phil. We're talking about an amp versus amp simultaneous or or a, a, a asynchronous. We, we haven't made up our minds on that yet. Yeah. Um, surgery simulator where it's two surgeons facing off in the field of battle. Okay. Simulating surgery on each other, face to face, staring each other dead in um, the eye, chopping s- each other apart. Some ca- some caveats. No, you wouldn't be chopping each other apart. You would be literally surgical about it. You're, you have objectives inside of your opponent's body. I like the idea of asymmetrical, where one person is trying to like get in there. Oh, let me get that spleen. I'm gonna get that spleen. And while they're trying to get that spleen out of their opponent, their opponent using connect functionality can just wiggle around and just wiggle and like maybe like pump his body forward to like try and get the scalpel like it's stuck so, in him. And, then, and this is a this is a big sticking point for Griffin because for me my instinct would be point. oh let's let's dodge the the surgical implements. Griffin thinks it's better and it might be a good tactic. To actually throw yourself onto the surgical implements and really and just get, like ri- just like rip them out of their hands and throw it across the ask, room, and then they have to go chase. You only have two minutes to like get get this job done. So every minute you, that you spend like digging your scalpel out of their shoulder uh, <laughs> is as a is a you know a minute you don't have getting in there getting that spleen which isn't in the shoulder. Like Phil, region. Phil, let's can say I ask, can I ask, I, I, I've got a question. I've got a serious. Yeah, please. Yeah. So you're you're performing surgery on each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Does how like does does the surgery that your opponent is performing on you affect your performance performing surgery on that? Like what it what's the like? Let's say they take your spleen out, since that's the mm-hmm. example you used. Uh, what effect does that then have on your your attempts to uh, remove their vital organs? Well, the spleen the spleen is a useless organ, so that's yeah, a bad I, example. I don't but think that's going to mess up. I your... don't think we can have this functionality in the game because then how do you balance it for who goes second? Because like first yeah. first person, like oh let me start snick snick snick. Okay, you are immobilized. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and 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 you don't you don't even get a turn. I think I don't think we can have that functionality in the game as much as I think it would like, I'd lend like itself that. to a hard. I'd like okay. to do that though. But that's not. It's not going to work. Not really work. a fun multiplayer experience. You can't balance it at all. Mm-hmm. But if I went first, then I would win every time. That is true, well, Phil. But what you're describing is it's, like it's Hearthstone. It's yeah. Hearthstone. 
Um, so you have this aspect to it. And we talked a little bit about maybe like trying to get some licenses in there. Maybe we unlock some playable characters from series like Grey's Anatomy or series sure. like uh, All My Children. Nope, that's not the surgery one. The surgery one. General Hospital. General Hospital. You don't have to fucking show off. This isn't a competition. What about what, uh, what about? Uh, and I, I'm just like spitballing here. You know, you guys know I'm an idea guy, um, and I'm I'm trying to think of stuff that could help make your game successful. Okay, well, we're wider, not even halfway done with our pitch yet, but go ahead. With a wider demographic, what about unlockable characters from like you know like My Little Pony? Maybe get some Scooby Doo in there. No, I think that's going to be tough because that's an entirely different. Uh, set anatomy organs. Do you know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, I'm not sure. I do. I'm not because sure you can't be like you can't be like butter butterfly rainbow cup. I don't know what the fuck these guys are. That's weird but, that you got it right then. That okay. you don't know. <laughs> shadow shadow moon. Uh, I get in there and uh, uh, cut uh, cut off their um. Hoops? Well, no, it would be like it would be like Doogie Howser cut some, off their hooves, I mean, and then like, you would get some, their hooves cut off. There's some crossover because like I'm a human, but I have like the heart heart of a horse. Yeah, so. that's true. And the face of one, too. Abuya! <laughs> oh, mamma mia. Yikes. Shibboygan. Wow. Set yourself up for that one, huh, Phil? Yikes. Bet you wish you didn't suggest that shitty idea now, huh, Phil? <laughs> it was a good idea. Huh, Phil? <gasps> Come on, this slam. Uh, right, anyway. Your, your dumb game. Let's go. Because <laughs> we haven't even told you the f- cool part yet. Do you want to hear the cool part? <laughs> yes. So this is the competitive aspect of the game. And this is good. And we could just release it like this. And Phil, we should just release it like this. <laughs> Because anything more than this is we, already very ambitious. We have already, I think in a way, this game ups the ante in terms of the effect we're having on people in the real world and maybe the real world consequences. Uh, are you familiar with, um, did, I think they call it digital, digital dating. Oh, very much so. Yeah. yeah. Big fan. Uh, dating games like, insert name of dating games here, where you date. You date fictional people that were created by a writer. Yawn. Do you ever think about being the writer of a dating game series and being like, mm, yes? I think I would like love the power I would feel <laughs> from that, you know? Like sure. people experiencing like real love for your mind creations. Well, actually, I mean, unfortunately for you, Griffin, once this game is out in the wild, all those games are going to seem extremely boring by comparison. Yeah, that's a good point. Because, Phil, what sets this apart from dating games that are shitty and bad and out now is that you're dating real people. You're dating. You're dating real people. It's a real life, real time connection. We're taking headset the, chat. The the interactions that you're used to from Tinder and Grinder and yeah. and Swiper no Swiper no swiping is a big one. Peach, We're gonna, Peach, Peach. Guess, yeah, Peach is a kind of a, a butt emoji based app. Yeah, that's my um, understanding. We're talking about that. So so you're sitting down at a, a dinner table. Shh, Nick, don't tell him the secret. Mm-hmm. You're sitting down at a regular normal dinner table uh, across from your date, and you've been connected. Matchmaking, I guess, literal matchmaking. Oh, that's nice. Um, I've yeah, never been on a I've never itself. been on a date, but I'm gonna I'm gonna try and put myself in this mindset. Just put yourself there mentally. No, but you've played matches of Hearthstone against real people before, except this time you're actually instead of just having six emotes, you actually chat with your fucking mouth, and you huh. say the charming stuff huh. that Phil says that mm. makes just the people just really that made America fall in love with ha- Phil Kohler in the first place. Having a lot of anxiety right now thinking about this go on okay well then you'd be a very particular type of player of this game yeah um you're on this date with this person and phil let me like can i ask you i'm gonna ask you two questions first yep. of all phil name just a turn on for phil kohler a turn on and you and can't you already did it. the my little ponies thing so do something new i mean uh, easy one griffin mcelroy Boom. okay so you talk about griffin mcelroy and your favorite griffin mcelroy content and then you yeah. think like Maybe I could have something with this person. Mm. This is this is really working out for me. I'm gonna I'm gonna get we connect, their we connect over. I'm gonna Griffin connect their love card, and then maybe it, it blossoms into an actual beautiful relationship. Mm-hmm. That's the win. I guess the win condition. But mm-hmm. there's another win condition, isn't there, Nick? Do you want to tell them about that win condition? Well, the other win condition is a lot like the win condition from the earlier mode we were describing. To you right. Because- so what's a what's a what's a Phil Kohler turn off? Mm. Oh, uh, Nick Robinson. Oh, mama me. Okay. Well, let's say the person sitting across from you starts talking about all their favorite Nick Robinson content. Oh, shit. Uh, I thought we were having a connection. I thought we had a thing. Everyone's had that moment, except for you, I guess, where they're on a date uh, (laughs) (laughs) and um, maybe things start to go a little wrong. Yeah. Things things are getting out of control. 
Uh, and you kind of really wish you could hit a panic button on the whole thing. And by panic button, I mean murder them and get away with it. <laughs> well, no, it wouldn't. That's okay. First of all, no, we can't approach from that angle. I don't even think legally we can approach it from that angle. Mm-hmm. You would immediately start doing surgery on them. And here's the fucking genius part of this whole game, Phil. Are you ready? I'm ready. Whoever presses the switch to surgery mode button first gets like a 10 second head start. Mm-hmm. Oh. So n- now you got to play the fucking yom, yom, yomi. Yummy. You got to play those yummy mind games of like, is this date going well? Do Are they having a good time? Am I having a good time? Who's going to be the person to press the button? Maybe neither of us press the button. We make an actual love connection. But if you do press the button, you get a significant advantage in the mm-hmm. surgery part of the game. And sure. I, I'm talking about a fucking Wild Wild West, Will Smith, Desperado. No, you don't want not a quick draw, t- quick time event where you like fucking throw the tablecloth off the table and it's actually a surgical table and you like are reared back with this scalpel and you apples go flying everywhere apples go you've been eating apples the whole time on your date on your apple date and you just start surgery what kind of right then and there eating gala okay i'll go with it Uh, isn't that the word for the mind games that happen in (laughs) (laughs) yes uh i i like this because i wasn't i wasn't into this idea at all i'm gonna be honest with you i wasn't wasn't sold on it okay we didn't ask but go on (laughs) that's what i'm here for However, we did ask when you when you brought in the psychology, the psychological element. We oh, didn't, I'm, I'm so excited about the quick draw aspect of it. Yeah, I'm. I, that's what pulls me in. Because mm-hmm. then we're, t- it's, we're talking about real emotional connections. Like uh, Undertale is my favorite game of last year because it made me feel real emotional connection from murdering all these wonderful cartoon animals. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt really bad about that in my real life. And there's nothing that makes you feel more real of a connection than love, right? So you get in there and you're like, is this love? God, I need this love so bad. Oh my God, I need this love so bad. I'm, first I'm of all, very lonely. I'm incredible. Yeah, oh, shit, Phil, you're lonely. Um, it's, first of all, you're going to bring in a high-end dating client cl- clientele, right? Because like okay cupid is free and it sucks um because it's just like a bunch just like a bunch of naughty boys um but a paid a paid client a lot of people are going to come into that and it's the people you want to be going on surgery dates. high-end suitors high-end suitors it's gonna i'm talking about the bachelor or bachelorette except surgery date shit maybe surgery date's a better name because the name we came up with was romanceectomy what do you which do you prefer phil we're gonna surgery date or romanceectomy uh, I like surgery date. That's that's definitely Ugh. where I'm leaning. I think he's actually on. It's on a better. Break. It's good marketing. It's good marketing, but there's no heart, which is a classic Phil Kohler pratfall. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think. Just sort of gut check. I know, like the Phil Kohler scale, like starts at six point five and goes down. But if you could <laughs> just like tell us how you're feeling about things. Who? Uh, so you're saying like like you you want a numerical reading of this? Yeah, yeah. I'm just sure. like a gut check, and then like if it's too low, we'll convince you why it should be higher. Give us a pre-review. You know, I'm. I'm. You say I start at six point five. I'm willing to to for this idea. Again, with that psychological element in mind, I'm. I'm willing to maybe start at a seven. Hmm. And, and but then go but go there. down. Okay. Um, well, I mean, seven's you could, pretty you good. You could talk me down as well. I don't think that's a great idea. Oh, let's um, choose our words carefully, Griffin. We. Okay. <laughs> oh, I know how to get that fucking Phil Kohler bump. Mm-hmm. We haven't mentioned this. The, the The surgery part, we'll probably do that in house with our own team that we'll put together. Oh yeah, um, and it's gonna be it's gonna be like anatomical correctness is going to be extremely important <clears> to us. We want you to have to like Google like real quick on your turn, like what's a spleen? Where is it? Oh god! Oh god! Oh god! Um, can I get? Can but, I like uh, like cut open and see all the parts of the wiener? Yeah, you can really flay that thing open. Let's get that wow. bad boy. Yeah, I do oh, like yeah. the idea of a player having to Google. How like <laughs> first time you sit down to play it, they're just like, oh god, oh god. How it's like the dark souls of, of this genre. Googling how do I how do I take off the skin of a person? Like right. how do I move yeah. the skin? How and do you even fucking stuff? get in there? Um. So so yeah, maybe that's a perk. Maybe we have a perk system in the game where it's like you can either have X ray vision or you can pause the clock for like twenty seconds oh, so you can get on your phone a bit. Little yeah. XCOM tree. Yeah. Oh Unlockable yeah. Unlockable perks are hot and, right and, now. That's, hey, that's important. Like marketing shit. And Nick, we just found the collectible monsters in this guy. So oh, I'm very nice. excited about that. Okay, so we're going to handle all the surgery stuff in-house. Who's going to take on the dating part of it? Triple A dating? This is a great Phil Kohler move, Griffin. I realize now yeah. that you're planning this from the yeah. joke. This is all perfect. Am I going to do it? Phil, who do you want to do it? Who do you think? It, oh, that's perfect. Who do you think would do the best job? Who have you always wanted to do a dating game? 
who have I always wanted to yes. do a dating game. Somebody who, can, who do you trust to take a genre and like that other people have done and just like seal it and then make it a billion times better? And maybe put some a little bit of some sexy orcs in there. Maybe maybe why not? Who knows? I mean, I'm like uh, I'm going to go with Atlas. Atlas is my dating game. Go. They already made. No, they dating already fucking games. did it. Saying, who's going to perfect it? They Atlas have, is going to churn the... out another extremely sexy but run of the mill dungeon crawling. <laughs> extremely. Oh, the sexual content. It's sexy, but I'm bored of how sexy it is, right? They, yeah. We know what their dating sims look like. What if somebody, maybe a more uh, a more Western developer, you don't want you perhaps, don't want somebody who's just going to shit it out. You don't want somebody no. Who's just we gonna, want like, somebody who's going to make who's going to really take the time ideal. to polish it over the course we of want, like three years. Let me put it to you this way: We want someone who's going to make the World of Warcraft of dating games. Do you see what I'm saying? Are you picking this up, Phil? I'm thinking about it. Um, I'm 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 really bioware. They would actually do sick. Fuck, that's that would better. Be really good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. No, back off from what we said. It's Bioware. Bioware right. would do the AAA dating game part of it. Oh, nice. That's good because it takes out all the parts of Bioware games that I don't like. <laughs> <laughs> which, is the, the, which is the walking and the moving and yeah, the collecting. Having and to do any physical action, having yeah, to fire okay. a gun. How does that affect the score, my boy? <laughs> all right, yeah. That that's uh you know, we're moving into eight territory right eight now. land is where we like to be in that's eight good. land that obviously means, we prefer nine land and ten land is the fucking nirvana for us and someday I mean, it we'll seems get there, like but. you know from my from my point of view from my perch as i've been watching you guys make these games and uh and looking at them critically uh yeah. it seems like you're kind of colonizing like you know five town like you've been really living in five town. <laughs> We've been settling there. Yeah. yeah. This is this is. I think I think we can both agree. Like I I know we're gonna say this in every episode we do. And and I want to sort of pierce the veil and say with all seriousness, this is the best idea we've had on oh the show God, so yes. far. I want to play this it's game so today. Good. I want to play this game immediately, and I feel like everybody is going to want to. And I think maybe every every ten episodes or so, we might actually come up with an accidentally great idea. <laughs> like th- th- I see no good reason why dating websites and apps have to be boring yeah exactly and can't have surgery in them i mean they refer to you know like they refer to tinder as a game already Mm -hmm. what if they just really leaned into that embraced it and made it an actual good game a premium game yeah um what if the title card theme music is play the game by queen i I know that's probably not going to adjust the score very much but i'm like i love the idea of this being the actual literal game of love yeah, no, that's a that's a really good idea. I love the idea of positioning our surgery game as the number one go to official like video game dating app. Are we gonna plateau here at eight? Because I I gotta tell you, I am fucking spent. At the end, I mean, if we're getting an eighty on Metacritic, Griffin, we got our bonuses. I honestly don't give a shit after that point. Like we're gonna yeah, but then we're gonna have like one. I gotta tell you, being on the button at eighty, you get a fucking you get that Eurogamer thirty. And then that's it. Buy well, bonus. We're buy, right. well, buy, we're a fifty. Is that the? Did I do the so math? Buy right? above ground pool. No. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. it'd be like a seventy-eight because everybody's going to get up on this shit. But the Euro game you know I mean? thirty is a classic, like fucking classic move. And honestly, they should have that carved out in those contracts where you get paid by your Metacritic, like yeah. not counting that Euro gamer thirty. Right. Yeah. Leaving out Phil's review and whatever Euro gamer gave it a thirty-four. <laughs> did we hit our? Did we hit our mark? Um. I think I think I think that's that's good enough for me. I'm willing to risk being on the button. Yeah, I can I can settle for an eighty. All right, uh, Phil Kohler, thank you for helping us and uh, for just being you and being there. That was your primary contribution, Phil, was just being on the call with us and filling our requirement of having a third, just warm body. <laughs> so great job on that. I guess yeah. is what I'm trying to say is you were technically present. You were you. Can I say something? What What do you love about Phil Kohler? Because I'll tell you, my favorite thing is he exists and he has Skype. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. You logged in, and I'm pretty sure you hit record on your your uh, end of the software, so that's oh, good. We don't even know news. that shit yet. Bad news. Oh, boy. Eh, bad news, but not that bad, huh? Let's yeah. give it a listen without Phil's audio and see if it still works. <laughs> might, might be better. Well, who knows? Please don't invite me back. That's going to... Oh, don't worry, bud. Uh, that's going to do it. <laughs> that's going to do it for this episode of Cool Games Inc. Thank you for listening. Please like us and love us on iTunes and... Get, just give us all the, the iTunes juice you can possibly do. Whatever you got left in the tank, gang. We need it now more than ever. Mm-hmm.
after push this the, epi- after this oh, episode help us push over the phil kohler hump that has killed so many other podcasts <laughs> oh my so goodness many. oh my god serial season two thank you for listening to serial season two i'd like to start off with a brief monologue from my friend phil kohler ah <laughs> click unsubscribe really surprised that they let me do that to be honest. yeah me make- too I was I was shocked to see that offer in my email inbox. Yeah. My god, we need a fucking outro tagline for this show. It'll come organically, right? It might not. 